Previously on Short Quest, Long Rest, Good Vibrations. About midway through the drive, her head starts thunking on the glass of the vehicle window. Eddie, Eddie, I knew you would make it back. Oh, and hello, Ginger, how are you? He just kind of nods. Well, it was, uh, it was nice doing business with you. Oh my god, oh my god, oh god, oh my god. Um, so we're leaving, right? Do we have a uh, plan of action? My vote is that we leave Absalom Station. I mean, we could go after Sedona. I feel like we kind of owe her. You guys fire up the engines. That rift in space opens in front of you with that, like, violet, roiling purple energy. And you guys are essentially, like, pulled inside and just... Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Short Quest, Long Rest, Good Vibrations. I still fucking forgot to do just the Good Vibrations part. God damn it. I'm never going to get that. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want to do a retake you on fuck, that? Nah, fuck it. It's, it. At this point, you suck. Your face sucks. Get off me. Um, but <laughs> doing it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Um, no, everything's fine. Uh, one of the, in fact, now it's just a running joke at this point. Just so everybody knows, I'm not doing it on purpose. I wish I was. I'm just kind of a dummy like that. Anyway, so how's everybody feeling tonight? What are we doing? Everybody dancing? We going to the 3 o'clock bar or the 5 o'clock bar? I just love how it takes us 3.7 seconds to go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, new record. Delay. We're hurtling through space. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. Space is cool. I just imagine, like, the the introduction to the later Doctor Who episodes for, like, several weeks as we travel between systems. Ooh, it's just, yeah, it's that on loop, like, distantly through the hull of the ship and all of us going like, oh my god, make it stop. Why nice. do you think Eddie has headphones? Yep. <laughs> that is, I'm not sure if you guys know that, but that is the drift. Like, the drift does play that sound as you guys go through it. Oh, no, I was going to say definitely. that Scree had a recording playing somewhere just for the shits and giggles. He just puts it in the vent somewhere and <laughs> just keeps playing it. No one knows <laughs> where the fuck it's coming from. From the vents. On a boombox. And because it's the vents, it echoes all, all around the yep. ship. No one knows so where it's coming so from. So they, they just... It, yeah. People just think that it's the sound of the drift in this ship, but no, it's actually just Scree in the, in the vents going... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I've never heard it before, but like... You can. This ship is made is so shitty. You can hear the drift through the hull. I think it's haunted. Like I feel we're flying through space in a tin can. Is anyone else worried? Oh, we basically are. The good vibrations has like no shields. <laughs> you're not kind. You're kind of not wrong. If we hit something at this speed, like what happens? Yeah. The screen pops out of a vent and goes. <laughs> and he just kind of la- kind of laughs. Like he like la- half laugh, half scoffs. I, I plotted the course, so we're not going to hit anything. All right. Okay. I made that piece. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that so one part, I kind of fell, as- in the I fell asleep a little. But I mean, if we hit something, wait, wait, we won't really know. But if we hit anything, we'll be dead before we realize <laughs> it anyway. So it's fine. It's comforting, right? There's comfort in that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to watching my shows. A painless death, he says, looking up, dreamily. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger's already gone. <laughs> Quickest way to get rid of her is like, yeah, you're impending doom. You uh, every time we jump, impending doom. You okay there, buddy? Hmm. Oh, nothing. You were just staring longingly into the distance. He just kind of pats you on the shoulder and walks out of the room. Great. Anyway, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they get where they're going. I guess they'll find out. Yeah. Either yeah. way, he's got to show Aristo how to replant some heirloom tomatoes. Nice. Uh, 
so. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's funny you say that about the whole, like, getting there on time, because, you know, off air, I did have everybody roll me some D100s, and the numbers were not great. I'm not sure if you guys remember that, but uh, y'all rolled pretty shittily. Well, to be it's fair, been we have no years. Idea. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't recorded, I, yeah. so it doesn't count. We also don't know what is shitty and what is That's true. Low could have been fantastic. Yeah, low, low can be good. I'm telling you it's not. But <laughs> it could fine. have been. But it could be. <laughs> I thought we were doing yeah. golf golf rolls. Yeah, exactly. Who who rolled the worst? Uh, I think if you if you golf a th- an average of a 31, that's still Just bad. Just saying, like, as the GM, uh, you have the option to, like, flip the table. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually one minor inconvenience away from flipping the table, so... Yeah. Mm. Um, Happy to help. Yep. Don't do that. <laughs> You'll find Scree's latest hiding place. <laughs> nice. We played 28 days ago. Has it been that long? Yeah. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. God we've damn. Had some, we've had some stuff. Yeah, some ups and downs, laughs and cries. We've tripped the light fantastic and danced in the moonlight. We're back. Yeah. Speaking of which, great song, Dancing in the Moonlight. By the band Looking Glass. Oh, no, Looking Glass is the original song. Top Loader is a good version of it, but Looking Glass is the original. I know Looking Glass from Brandy. Nope, wait a minute, then I'm wrong. Who is it? That's Brandy. Oh, shit, you're right. Um, Then Dancing in the Moonlight is the Four Seasons? Or King's Harvest. That's what it is, (laughs) King's Harvest. There you go. (laughs) Fucking Kermit comes out again doing the dance. Now, that's a song I could see you doing to dancing in the moonlight not just elevator music not just elevator music it's that the kermit dance isn't just for elevator music anymore oh so last time on the good vibrations y'all did some fun stuff after your shenanigans with starry uh, y'all headed back to the ship and several hours and several hours of work you guys cracked into vi's code and discovered some things you found that the Clortho brothers weren't lying. This really was a digitized version of Jendara Clortho, their mother. However, you also found a lot of info about something called the Black Gate on Apaste, which is, as most people know, a world in the Pact Worlds that is essentially where all the like drow live. And the Black Gate, again, I had mentioned it before, is kind of like the Grand Canyon. It's like this giant, huge, fucking weird, like, wall gate thing on the planet that leads to the inside of the planet. But um, no one's been able to figure it out, and no one knows who built it. So people, like, come from all around to try to crack into it and blah, 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 blah. And you also found out a bunch of family secrets uh, for several of the larger, more well-known drow houses of Apaste. And uh, this was confirmed with Ginger as they chatted up Vins to buy some time. Now, that was some uh, some fun little uh, shenanigans back and forth. And that little conversation left the, uh, the crime boss quite smitten with our resident envoy. With that, you all decided it was best the Clotho brothers didn't have any of that information. So you set about some Ocean's Eleven level of trickery, created a copy of Vi, uh, almost a perfect copy, save for the memories of the Black Gate and the family secrets and all that bullshit. Then you went to meet the brothers. There was a moment of worry when one of their thugs scanned Vi's drive, but due to your amazing work, it passed. Whatever tests they had in store uh, after that brief exchange, uh, the acquisition of new Vi drive and promise of favor, you departed. Fearing that it was only a matter of time before your deceit was discovered, you hightailed it out of Absalom Station towards Aslanti Space and after Miss Sedona. Though the original plan was to have an idea of where you were going before you left Absalom Station, the situation called for some improvisation. So, it's time to do what this group does best and play some jazz. The good news is that you did have the flight records of the Barisad from back on Nakondas. And as we stated back then, you could crack the flight path, but it would take quite a while. Luckily, while you guys are cruising, you're taking a whole lot of time. It takes like a month to get out here, which I think is exactly the amount of time I said 
was that it was going to take you roughly about a month to crack that code. So now you have that time. So with the joint skills of Eddie Oris and as well as the familiarity of Islanti navigational systems from Aristo. Over the last few weeks in the drift, you guys have been able to plot a course into Islanti space and relatively close to the only lead you have, Zed Station. Not to be confused with Zed Clortho, uh, which was just a nickname in case you guys hadn't caught on. His real name was Zool. They said that a couple times. I call him Z, Zed, and Zool. It kind of popped up here and there. So just wanted to make sure. I know at one point some said it was named after him. I said that in a line, but I didn't really mean it like it was like a just him just kind of saying it like hey it's the one that's got my name not that specifically one of the big things that happened was uh over the last few weeks um aristo after getting his ass kicked by sadoon while he was uh doing some uh kung fu and stuff like that to him um and of course also watching tv with ginger uh he approaches you all on the bridge one day and has a device with him and he's like uh so, uh, uh, when we get close to, uh, to the places, um, there's going to be patrol ships, like lots of, like really big fellas. They're usually like, like they're pretty shooty happy. So, so this, this thing right here, uh, that we, that you guys helped me with put together. Yeah. Uh, this should, should mask our signal as a ship known as the Mornestra. That's, that's my last name. I'm not sure if you guys ever asked my last name, but that's my last name. So I, I, I named it. I hope that's okay. I hope that's okay. But anyways, moving, uh, luckily, luckily, uh, you know, I've seen these codes before, and I know them like the back of my heart. And and, and with that thingy you guys put in, the, the mantle, you should be able to fool just about any ship out there. But, like, I, you know, if they do see through it, they'll report back immediately and our codes will be worthless so like try not to get seen and be smart okay yeah i planned on it i didn't plan oh. on kind of you know putting a blinking light on the, the hull of course I'm, I'm stupid i shouldn't have said that i'm not bad i mean no i get it no i appreciate it this is great he'll take the device <laughs> yeah if I, can... I mean isn't it kind of better they maybe see us as like one of their own at the then, very least yeah. it gives us a very aslanty sounding name he like kind of bites his lip and is like, fuck yeah. And like kind of does a little arm pump, like, but really slightly. Like, I did good. Risto did good. Yeah, he did great. Ginger's <laughs> uh, gonna pat his arm reassuringly. He actually kind of puffs up a little bit. Like, he feels a little more confident with that. Like, Risto did a good thing. I'm a good boy. All right, Aristo, time for more training. Okay. A little, little sloppy on the repotting on those tomatoes earlier. You gotta, uh, you gotta get that you gotta shape up. I'm sorry. I. It's just a bunch of dirt. What there's does it shit. There's shit cool? like there's shit like this. He holds up the device he just made, and then there's important shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. When I went to pot repot the plants, my arm was broken from Sudun. And or he's, shake, he's it, just shaking his head. I'm not. I don't want excuses. No excuses. No excuses. I want, You're I right. want plump tomatoes. You're absolutely correct. I, Aristo, I was on they're fucking with you. Just... <laughs> he just he just starts laughing. Okay, let's train. Let's get tough. Yeah, I want to get tough. Get, get out of here. <laughs> he heads off to the the like. Oh my god. <laughs> the lounge area. When Aristo's out of the room, Ginger's like rubbing her temples. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to be nice and to like raise him as a good boy. And you motherfuckers <laughs> raise him as a good boy. I mean, Eddie's just laughing. <laughs> but he comes from like a place where he's been brainwashed, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Be nice. You're doing great. From a yeah. No, I know. But well, if he's gonna if up. he's gonna act like us, he's gotta get used to a little bit of ribbing, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. There you go. Just human interaction. Sadoon, did you really break his arm? It's just a minor fracture. It's fine. Clean break. Yeah, at least we can fix it. Okay. <laughs> Don't do anything like irreversible, alright? I guess I'm scrapping that plan. <laughs> he opens a little notebook and scratches something out. Jajir's <laughs> <laughs> just glaring daggers at the both of them. <laughs> and trying to figure out if they're fucking with her now, too. 
Well, I'm gonna, I guess, go back to watching TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now you guys have essentially come to your the end of your journey coming into Islanti space now before you drop out of the drift is there anything anybody wanted to do as far as uh like while you were on the ship in the in the, the during the journey i think i'm probably using uh the people i see on tv to teach my style mander new styles Ooh, okay i can dig that i like that Holding up this little insect, uh, insectile crustacean in front of the television and being like, that, that, no, you see the curls, right, yo, that. Absorb knowledge. Yeah, it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. And that's canon now, that's the noise that fucking thing makes. That's right. But, sm- <laughs> but smaller, like a chipmunk version. Yeah, yeah I'll fucking, like lower my decibels on that yeah. real fast so it's real soft <laughs> don't fucking deep throat the mic Jesus I'm actually really far away from it yeah, that's just a weird noise and it picks movie, up very easily movie magic I, was like, I gotta fucking I gotta zoom out real fast and see what my uh... oh yeah that shit was loud on there okay <laughs> just, just zoomed out real fast and see my shit it didn't peak but goddamn it it was close it was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so bad. Anyways, okay, back to Eddie's gardening for most of the journey. He's setting up the garden uh, with with food and dope recreational herb. So that's that's what he's been doing. Scree's been clattering around inside of the vents, occasionally popping out covered in glitter, grabbing something, popping back down. He working. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, towards the end of the trip, though, he mm-hmm. does play with the amulet he was given. And so sometimes he can be spotted, like, disappearing, like, in place. Because he's activating it and just kind of, like, just a floating head. Oh, that's right. You got the camouflage, uh, like, amulet, right? Yeah. He nice. sees it as the perfect uh, perfect chance to prank. So uh, he's, he's probably going to, like, lay down on the floor with it activated and just be like a head and be like... <laughs> Nice. Let's see if anyone freaks out about headless scree. <laughs> Does anybody freak out about headless scree? It shows Tuesday. <laughs> I think Ginger sees it, and she kind of like she has to do a double take from her from her show, and she stares at him for a moment, and then goes, "Eddie, hmm? did you put something in the vents? Like, I get with you want to get high, but are you hotboxing all of us because scree is only a head?" <laughs> Is only a head? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Wait, that doesn't answer the question about the... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Eddie's the one that gave him the necklace, I think. But I don't know if he would draw that line (laughs) or not. (laughs) Because he's he's Eddie. Yep. He's probably stoned when he gave it to him. Yeah, so he'll kind of shuffle out and just look look down at three. (laughs) Just blink. How'd you do that? Oris is just hoping that it's not one of his experiments flooding the ship. <laughs> <laughs> With some hallucinogen. He just kind of looks at Ginger. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how he's doing that. Scree's going to roll over with his head on the floor and then just crawl along the floor with his head still touching, touching the floor going, <laughs> Oh my god, it's, it's nauseating. Oh. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. <laughs> this is the type of comedy routine he enjoys. This is the this is our this version this world's version of Carrot Top. Screw doing this stuff. I'm satisfied he will eventually show that he's got the necklace on. He's like, <laughs> critics find this routine deeply disturbing. <laughs> Oh, good. So it's not like, okay. okay. He's fine. Yeah, no, I thought it was like, you know, something you're growing that's like affecting the rest of us. And I was just seeing crazy shit. Oh, no. That's... He wags his hands. <laughs> okay. New season. <laughs> Very deliberately goes back to flipping channels. Nice. <laughs> uh, 
That is wonderful. Okay. This is, this is how you know Scree's getting bored and wants to not be in hyperspace anymore. Just fucking with the, uh... Yeah, just <laughs> Playing pranks and shit. <laughs> just being wonky. I love it. Oh, yeah, you could definitely expect, uh, that Scree has glitter-bombed the toilet at least once. <laughs> Monster. And it's like, it's not like he's gone in there and thrown glitter in it. No, he's he's put like a bag that when you sit on the toilet, it goes <laughs> and glitters your backside. It's like a bidet, but glitter. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I love that uh, so much. Y'all been bedittered. <laughs> 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 oh, let's definitely call it that. <laughs> yep. But damn it! <laughs> oh, that's dumb. <laughs> but dinner. I love it's it. It's one of the dumber jokes I've ever made. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's the ones that really that really strike home. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, real quick side note. Uh, my my favorite joke I ever told was on a uh, was on a fucking Facebook joke, and this was my like. My fucking magnum opus, as far as I was concerned. And I got nothing. The joke was, is I had a guy, a buddy, who's kind of a dummy. And he had a picture of his daughter. At this time, she was only like like eight, nine years old, something like that. He posted a picture of her and he goes, Hey, everybody. This is my little ang- angle. Instead of angel. Oh, boy. Yep. And, he go- and then he misspelled a bunch of other shit, too, because he always did. And my response was... I don't mean to sound obtuse, but she sure is acute. And, <laughs> and I fucking lost my shit reading my own joke, like, for the next, like, three days. I laughed my ass off. And not a fucking like. Not a fucking, like, ha-ha. Not an LOL. Like, nobody fucking got it. And maybe they got it and they didn't think it was funny, but God damn it, that's I still stand by. That was the best, most perfectly put together joke i've ever fucking told and nobody cared nobody fucking cared made me sad it's tragic uh, it was tragic mood twas it was a mood it is a mood but uh so if you guys got nothing else going on on the ship you guys finally come to the end of the like what was it like 31 days or some shit like that you guys are out there yeah pretty 22. long time yeah. 22 yeah so so yeah, you were out there quite a while. And then, so, um, you, I don't think you guys ever said you hooked up Vi, did you? Like, back up to the systems? Nope, and we didn't do the uh, the other one either. That needs, they, like, both of them need to be checked before, I think. Oh, I think that's something you would have found time to, to do. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys want to say you guys days. scanned it and shit like that, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you would find both of them are actually legit. Nothing nothing wrong with either of them. Um, Vi's still Vi because you took the original and you you know when you scanned it you found all the same information from her but uh and the new but the new one the like upgraded version is is just that it's an upgraded version but it has no like it's set to factory settings there is no like uh personality attached to it yet so like you essentially guys have if you wanted to would have like carte blanche to make it any way you wanted but but yeah, after I'd scanning like, that, all right, I'd be like, all right, it's voting time. Do we want Vi or do we want something, something new? Cast your votes. I mean, has she kind of like maybe learned her lesson to be a little nicer? Doubt it. Doubt it. Okay, well, then we plug her in and we warn her, like, you keep being a bitch and we're going to unplug you again. I think she's just... There's room for one of us on the ship and it's me. Nice. She doesn't seem like the type to change. But we could try. That's one vote for Vi, it seems like. How's everyone else feel? Could we, like, upgrade the hardware that uh, Vi's rocking? Probably. Yeah. I would say, Oris, you would know that, uh, and uh, Eddie, you, you're, you're really good at tech, too. But you guys would probably know that if you wanted to essentially, like, cannibalize the, the new drive or the new... Uh, vi that you guys were given you guys could probably like you know upgrade vi's version the hardware and the software and all that fun stuff to make it you know as potent as hers is or as the new one is we can get it done sounds like a good idea yeah didn't didn't expect so many votes for vi i'm surprised 
<laughs> I mean, if I haven't changed the one in my head, I'm not going to change her. It's huh. oddly beautiful. <laughs> I just like the way she right. sasses everyone. Yeah, all right, Vi, it is. We'll get to work on it. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, after... Uh, I'm not even going to make you guys roll for this, because, like I said, you had, like, three weeks to do this shit. So, after messing with it, cannibalizing it, taking parts out, swapping them out between the, 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 the Messia, you end up essentially with a new upgraded Vi uh, that can... I guess that would put her... What was she? She was a tier two before, right? Um, Pretty sure. Pretty sure Vi was a tier two. So, yeah, that'll upgrade her to a tier three. Uh, yeah, yeah, she will. Let tier me see. Two. One yep. check in. Yeah, virtual intelligence tier two. So she yep. now is a tier three uh, virtual intelligence. Um, but the cost is still the two because it's still the, the same thing and you guys didn't have to like re outfit the ship for it. So you were able to kind of make it work. So it uses the same cost as far as BP cost is still just the five. Or I'm sorry, the seven, not the nine. But you get the skill modifiers and stuff that go along with the three. So she now has a plus ten um, and a plus six to gunnery. Hell yeah! Hells yeah! So now that she's hooked up, when she comes back on, she is like, "Huh? Was I asleep? Did you turn me off? Did someone turn me off?" You got nabbed. Yep. And then she. She kind of thinks for a second and, like, kind of looks up, which is weird because she's a computer, but she does seem to be thinking. Looks up, she's like, oh, I remember the... Hmm. I think I recognize some of them, but... Oh? Yes. They were from some lesser families. I think I had seen them at functions at some point, but... Anyways. Hmm. So you guys are still, all of you are still the owners of this ship, huh? Yep. Sad but true. Hold on. You'd seen them at functions? They weren't your kids? The ones oh. that stole me? The ones no. that stole oh. Yeah, the ones that stole her. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, I was... Yeah. Kids. And she stops and thinks about that for a second. She's like, I don't really... And then, like, and then it kind of hits her. She's like, I did have children. Wait. One was very disappointing, and the other was only mildly disappointing. Much like you, Edward. Hmm. He just kind of nods. Yeah. Anyways, where are we? Are we on intersex course for Aslanti's space? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where we're headed. Any specific reason? Are you trying to get caught and die? Rescue mission. Oh, right. The 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 android. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. I guess. Never mind. And then she just blinks off. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> As always, so glad we didn't go with one that we could have made nice. <laughs> you can always reset her; it's fine. Can I though? Yeah, there's I feel some like all, I feel like now. I'm on the a ship with just gluttons for punishment. You know it. Yeah, does that surprise you? Not really. No, it shouldn't. It did, but it shouldn't. Oh, you're giving her a chance. Yeah. He just kind of walks off towards she the cockpit. Been meaner. Missed opportunity. He definitely wanted to not have Phi be mean to him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she is. She's not mean. She's just disappointed. That's mean. It can be. It absolutely can be. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. So with that. Um, the main reason I just did that was just so that I could see whether it was, like, the ship doing a countdown or if it was Vi. So, as you guys, uh, come to the end of your journey, you get a, a countdown from Vi. And she's essentially, like, nearing Aslanti's space, exiting the drift in three, two, one. And you see that, like, rift of actual space just, like, rip open in front of the ship and you're like pulled through and you get that same weird juxtaposition feel of like you felt like you were just hauling ass and then all of a sudden as you come through you're just like stopped but you're not like it, there's no jerk there's no like oomph to it it's just all of a sudden you're stopped like it's just it's a weird feeling and 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 strange just adaptation to the situation type thing so but as you guys hit space, 
you guys don't seem to see anything around. There's no no ships, no anything, no planetoids. You're kind of just out in the middle of the black. And as you exit the drift, though, it only takes a couple minutes. And then all of a sudden, you guys are just inundated with messages. And like some are audio, some are video. And all of a sudden, it's just like ding, 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 ding. Because essentially in the drift, when you're cruising, everything moves in the drift the same way. Like communication does not go faster than your ship in the drift. So when you guys left, anything that was following you took the exact same path essentially as you. So there's a message to Eddie from his father. There's like three to Ginger. There's one to Sedun, and there's one to Oris. So how are you guys taking these messages? Do you, like they pop up, but like are any of you playing them out loud for everybody to hear? Are you guys taking them and you're like your own rooms and just reading what it is there? Like who's doing what? Let's start with you, Eddie. Your father popped up, he sent you a message. What uh, what are you doing with that message? Are you playing it out in front of everybody or are you going back to your room to listen to it? Or no, you waiting to listen to, your to that in his room. Okay, cool, 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 okay. So uh, um, Ginger, you have three, all from JJ. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I was about to say I'm gonna delete them. Nice. <laughs> Good. I think her finger hovers over the delete button. Yep. And then she just sighs, like, "All right, I guess I'll go check them out in my room." Kidoki. Uh, Sudun, uh, you have one actually from Zul or Zed. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Seems odd. I uh, I'll take my message out in like the uh the dining room. Or whatever. Okay. Okay. And Oris, uh, yours is like a text message. Uh, does it say who it's from? Um, it does not. It just says it for some reason just says click here now. <laughs> I've seen many of those. <laughs> That's inappropriate. <laughs> I think it's, gonna... it's a space dick. Yeah, I was gonna say he's gonna click on it to be space porn. Spam. <laughs> it's a virus. <laughs> <laughs> So do you are you gonna are you gonna delete it? Are you gonna read it? Are you gonna take it back to your room? What are you gonna do? Uh, I think he's just gonna kind of look around and be like, uh, try to see if uh, he gets anyone's cue of what they would do. <laughs> what they would do? Well, I mean, somebody tell me what to do. It's like an ominous thing. He, he wants to know what it says, but he doesn't want to yeah. infect the computer with anything. I'm sorry. It does say it's from Team FGGW. That means nothing to me. Yeah. Does it mean something to me? It means no. Uh, well, maybe if you guys want to go, if someone wants to roll me some culture check. Now it depends. Who are you sharing this information? Or are you like showing everybody? Hey, what's this email? Yeah, I mean it's on the thing. I mean, can I roll a culture to see what the hell it is? Yeah, I mean it comes to you guys. Like it is in the ship or whatever, but like you guys can access it and stuff. It doesn't mean like you know. Yes, you can roll a culture though if you want to find out. Like uh, find out what you 15. want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. No, I would say, uh, well, actually. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, you guys are killing it. Ginger, who's up, GGW? Who the hell am I supposed to know? I don't know. You know things about people. Who is it? Do I know who this is? Yeah, you can you can roll culture if you want. Yeah, all right. I'll roll culture. I'm a very cultured person, as you can tell. Hey. That's a 29. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, um, Ginger, you uh, you are very much familiar with what this is. Um, and uh, FGG, at first when you hear it, like you're like, huh, that sounds familiar. And then a little tune plays in your head of like a weird like steel drum for some reason. And you're not really sure why. But then it dawns on you. And FGGW stands for Feathered Girls Gone Wild. So he, he, now whether he actually is the one that, uh, uh, whether he's the one who actually has been to it, that's up to Adam to decide <laughs> if this is, if this is a legit email. Uh, what did I get the porn for- spam? That's messed up. <laughs> oh, I haven't said it. I haven't said a goddamn thing about it. So you don't know. Well, I think if Oris was to it, he would know what it was. I think maybe, but maybe he didn't know it under Team FF, uh, FGGW. Like you, you knew the name of the site, but like it didn't click when you <laughs> looked at the Team FGGW. What's this? 
I think Ginger, she just gets this look of like sheer delight, like it's her fucking birthday. And then it gets really sly. Uh, uh, you know what? I think we should get everyone in here and we should open it on the main console, yeah. It sounds like something for all of us, yeah. If I know the group, it's gonna be it's gonna be a if it's who I think it is, it's going to be like a very special occasion. Sense motive. <laughs> Are you even in the room? You went to open your mail. That's true. It's a good call. That is a good call. Everybody kind of split off. That's um, true. Well, at least I don't have to see the porn then. You know, save it. Save it for when everyone's done. Okay, right? I'll even open mine later. Let's do yours first. <laughs> get Eddie, Eddie back in here. <laughs> Disgusting. I say Oris has got zero sense motive, so he's totally just going to open it. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, so yeah, as you, uh, if you open it right there, the message pops up, and it's a notice. And it says, and it just reads, uh, Hello, Oris, we're regretting to inform you that your subscription to Feathers, uh, Feathered Girls Gone Wild is about to expire. If you don't want to miss out on all those uh, feathered co-eds, then please follow the link and update your cred stick information. Sincerely, Kip. Uh, <laughs> team... <laughs> FGGW, an Avadar Corp subsidiary. Oh, FGGW. Now. Yeah. So I'll let you decide if this is legit or if this is like, if you look at it, you're like, I never fucking subscribe to this. (laughs) No, he said said out loud, oh, that's what FGGW is. Nice. He's just going to start putting his information in right there. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> no shame. Um. Okay. So yeah, you punch in your information, and uh, that is sent away. We've been in the reach um, for twenty-two days. What have you been doing? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oris, can I like, can I get like just a peek sometime? I don't really need like a long one. Just oh, one of those. Huh? Share his information. <laughs> yeah. And say share his password. Netflix account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's not like I'm doing anything weird. You get know. a pointed look from Sadoon right there. <laughs> what? It's study. Oh, why, didn't I, why didn't I think, you think of that? I look that? Do you think I look this good just from, like, you know, zero effort? No. I gotta look at all sources. Mm-hmm. That's how I study anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't even really need... I don't need... I could, I could be, like, you know, just, like, two minutes is all I really need. Whoa, that's a quickie. I mean, Jeez. no judgment, but sure. What, is that weird, Sadoon? I have no idea what to do with this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie's mercifully not here. Yes. (laughs) So, good luck. I want to bail, but where is there to go? There's nowhere to run. Oh, it's not that bad. Hey, Sadoon, come check this out. (laughs) (laughs) Scree pops his head out of one of the high vents and goes... Three gets it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you started you know, this. That, since, we're, since we're on the subject, oh, wow. like, <laughs> if anyone ever has like, you know, a romantic interest or something, don't bring them back to the ship because I'm fairly certain that like most of the rooms probably have vents through which like that thing can launch. That thing. <laughs> and slides back into the vent. That is awesome. I want to see. Like in my head, I imagined that going upwards. So like their head was down out of the vent, and then they just slowly went straight up, like just defying physics. And just kind of like the head just slowly disappears straight up into the vent. Or absolutely, they had their they had their amulet. There it is. So it was it's just the head. <laughs> Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, so that was that was fun. Um, well, while we're now, here, re- let's fucking yeah. listen to Zed's message. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, Zed's message. You open it up, and uh, there is a picture that you see, 
and it is uh, just a security image of a Brockham walking with a group of strange, yellow-skinned, tall-headed creatures holding, like, staves that glow with this dark energy. And you see on his back is a blade. Your blade. And as you see that monstrous smile, you're taken back to that night. The night he took something very important from you. And the message attached just says, This the guy you were looking for? If so, this shot was taken from a cam on Zed Station. Looks like he's got some new friends. Grix was a prick. Give him hell. I'll respond. Appreciated. That's it. There you go. I like it. So, that one's taken care of. Anybody that, because he did that out in the dining room, anybody that's out there that wanted to uh, comment on it, passed by doing it, or... No, because I think we, we know that your blade is missing, right? It's something you're seeking. They brought it up in front of the other Kasatha in... In the um, weapon shop. Uh, yeah, in the weapon shop. Uh, spike, 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 spike. Speaking of which, anyone who got broken stuff from there should be fixed by now. Yeah, yeah. Adam messaged me and said he was working on that as well. So you guys, all of your broken stuff is now repaired and good to be used. Well, at least now you've got a lead, right, Sadoon? Well, a new Zed station, but uh, knowing that prick's still there, if we all don't mind a detour right quick. Let me see what JJ wants, then I'll get back to you. So... Uh, next up was, Eric, you said that uh, Eddie took his message into his room to play it. Um, and same thing, except this one is a video message. And a hologram pops up uh, when you go to press play. And it is your father. And he seems to be sitting at, like, a desk, probably on his ship. Edward, it has come to my attention that you may be en route into the Viper's Den to do something extremely stupid. Of all the foolish things you could do, this could easily be the most idiotic. I forbid you from this course of action, and I order you to return back to Absalom Station ASAP. And then there's a pause for just a second. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into, so for once in your life, listen to me. I repeat, you should not enter restricted space, nor should you proceed to the included coordinates and in no way, shape, or form should you relay the phrase Black Parade on frequency Gamma Bravo 48506 with an Omicron encoding. That is, if you haven't forgotten your basic training. And then he stiffens up slightly and hesitates. Don't die, Eddie. Malcolm Fry out. Well, he'll log that information away. There you go. Tuck the message into his pocket. Okey-dokey. So, next up is Ginger! Yep. Um, oh, man, this is going to kill my voice. So, uh, you get... You're the one that wrote three of them. I know. Uh. Um, <laughs> so, Ginger, a uh, uh, you get an audio message, uh, three audio messages, like uh, voicemails, essentially. And it goes, Ginger, JJ here. I found a new job for you, and this one is big. One of the models from some show called, uh, and you see him, you hear him like shuffling through papers. He goes, uh, Project Galaxy? I uh, had a mental break and started binging Stardust. Uh, they need a face, easy roll, don't even have to talk. Oh, uh, uh, she's uh, uh, Spraxa. Uh, you do feathers, right? Uh, either way, hit me back ASAP. Uh, this one won't last long. They're desperate, so I think we need to get easy six figures. Easy six figures. Kisses, babe. And then it hangs up. Then, from like three hours after that, another one sent. It goes, JJ again. Ginger, I need to call back ASAP. I can't hold off these schlumps for any longer. They want to move forward with the hologram. A hologram. Can you imagine? I need to hear back from you soon. Kisses. And then it cuts out again. And then finally picks back up again. And the third message is... God damn it, Ginger. I go looking for you. And I find out through some chauffeur that you skipped town again. I'm going to have to report this one to Brightstar, Ginger. You have obligations. You have a debt. And it is owed. Hopefully... This won't lead to termination, if you know what I mean. And then the message clicks out. Ooh. So. Am I able to dial? <laughs> no. You know what? I think she thinks about dialing up JJ right now and then. Ugh. I mean, like, one more day won't hurt. <laughs> 
She's gonna put it off. There you go. Add a girl. Procrastination yep. is always best. So yeah. leave him on red. So from that, do you guys wanna what do you want to do with any of that information? Anybody wanna share it with people, have a conversation about it, anything like that? And if so, where are you having this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ginger's gonna seek out Sadoon and be like, yeah, you know what? We should totally do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go after your blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it nearby? It's on that station. You're probably Cool. Uh is the station really populated and do they have like any like modeling agency or like photography studios or I fucking doubt it. We're on the edge of space. Aslanti space here. Uh, I need something to bring back to my manager, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's do your yeah, I want to see you able to stab things that come near us. Mm-hmm. And you're probably so, like really going to want this. And I'm going to pull out that pistol that Ginger used when she was a drow. Uh, n- nah, I don't, I don't think we could. I fucking watched you use it. No. You're going to deny that was you right now in front of my face. It's complicated. I know it's complicated, but it doesn't make sense for me to hold it if you need it. She's fidgeting and ultimately just like crosses her arms and, and shakes her head. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe later. Yeah. Sadoon's gonna tuck the pistol away again. Fine. Anyway, we need to get you able to like kill things even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. First, we gotta get to the station. Maddie's going to seek out Aristo. Aristo? Okay. Like, uh, hi, 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 Eddie. I, I'm working on my, my plan. Did you see did you see the new pots? I, I made sure the dirt was good. Mm, looks good. Do you know what this means? And he's gonna repeat what his father said. Uh, Does that make sense to you? I mean... As an Islanti. As an Islanti? No, but I... I know some of the, like... With the comms officer thing, sometimes, like, you'd pick up chatter of, like, smugglers and things like that. And sometimes this kind of sounds like what the stuff they would do. Like, they're they're known for, like, kind of, like, hiding out on space and using passwords to, like, communicate with each other and things. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Thanks. I don't know what a bravo. I'm, okay. It was good talking. <laughs> Go to the cockpit. I think he likes me. I think I'm making headway. Okay, you go to the cockpit. If that's like a like a series of channels or whatever you can listen on, he's gonna do it. Yeah, they are their frequencies, and you do get as you listen in on them, you do hear a little chatter in here. But uh, go ahead and um, roll me a hmm. You know what? Just roll me a flat. Intelligence check. It's not super great. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. Roll me. Uh, nope. you do you do profession piloting? I do. Uh, or pi- smuggling? I mean, profession yeah. smuggling. So you've done stuff like this before. So you go ahead oh, and, okay. and roll me uh, profession smuggling. That's a little better. <laughs> um, eighteen. Well, yeah, from, <laughs> from four to eighteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, quite a little bit better. Um, yeah. So you you don't know a hundred percent, but you. You do, like, what Aristo kind of said to you, it kind of clicks a little bit. And you hear chatter here and there. It's mostly silent. You, But you do hear, when people do chat, you, you find it's encoded. Like, you can't really understand any of it because the, the actual broadcast itself is encoded. So it's, like, garbled and shit. So you can't, you can't understand it, so. But, you know, so let's, uh, I, I'll ask you this. So, like, your... Like, growing up as a military brat type thing, um, your father hammered a bunch of shit into you. How much of that do you think still sticks? Or has Eddie purposefully tried to push all of it away and forgotten it? And even if he has, how much of it do you think still is in there? I mean, I think he's tried to push a lot of it out. <clears throat> but some of it's just kind of ingrained in there by now. Gotcha. Uh, so, Which is kind of why he's effective at what he does. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. So, um, so let's, uh, I will say that you remember what this Omicron encoding is. It's something that you've dealt with before. 
and you kind of remember just like how to decode and how to do it. So as you, as it clicks and everything kind of goes and you're like, fuck, I do remember what an Omicron encoding, I remember my, my basic training and blah, blah, blah. You then are able to kind of cipher it through and you pick up just little bits of this chatter and stuff and essentially they are coordinates and they are meeting times and locations and things like that. So it seems to be like a smuggler's channel, but the voice is this kind of low gravelly each time you hear the same kind of voice. That's like uh, almost kind of sounds like the, the, like a, almost like the scream killer, like a little gravelly, low, weird kind of like voice. I think you'd write down any information he comes across. Yeah. I mean, you do find, you find a couple like, uh, like coordinate type things being thrown out but you also know from being a smuggler that if you were to you know like drop in on somebody else's meeting and as a smuggler you'd probably get shot at like you know yeah i think think that's why he's writing it down to kind of avoid those places gotcha that Um, makes sense uh if if he believes it's just like standard smuggling stuff and not like islanti uh chatter you know if it's just like smuggler handoffs or whatever he'll avoid mm-hmm. it no i will say actually out here is lanty chatter is like next to zero um every so often you get like a patrol just a signal sent out essentially like a report but that's it like and it's very rare and few and far between he would try to find out where that one singular voice is coming from the one that's always there gotcha it seems like kind of like a dispatch type person him actually surprisingly it uh it does move around each time you 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 triangulate it 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 does seem to be in a different place each time and and it seems to be the the one giving out the coordinates thanks for listening to the show if you enjoyed please like follow and leave a comment also you can support us at patreon.com slash sqlrpod you can follow us on twitter at sqlrpod or join our Discord through our invite banner at shortquestlongrest.wordpress.com. Keep smiling. We'll see you next time, fam.